Welcome to the Fit and Fierce podcast, a show to inspire and empower you and remind you that we're all a little messed up and that's okay. I'm your host, Megan. And in my personal journey, I realized that the fiercest thing I ever did was to ask for help. I no longer wanted my story to rule me. I was going to own it and share it. And throughout each one of these episodes, I want you to remember that being flawed doesn't make you less. It makes you more. Welcome back, everybody. Today, I was going to tackle a question that I've been getting a lot from my one-on-one clients and from the ladies that I work with. And quite honestly, a place that I had to come to myself with was... I'm talking so much more about being intuitive with our body, with my body in particular, and obviously I feel so much benefit from that and I want to explain that to others and help other women get to that same place, but intuitive in the way that I'm eating, intuitive in the way that I'm moving, intuitive in the way that I need to rest and recovery and just listening really, really intently to what my body is wanting and honoring that because the more that I dive into my healing journey the more it becomes apparent to me that our body really is a self-healing vessel but if we're not listening to what it needs it's not going to heal and ultimately that's what I want is to heal and I want to help others do the same and I think that being in tuned with the body is the best way to do that. But the question that I've been getting asked a lot and quite honestly had struggled myself with was how do I not spiral, quote unquote, out of control as I move into this more intuitive way of living? And that can be with nutrition, that can be with movement, that can be with um, the scale, just kind of diets all together or nutrition plans all together, like what does this space of intuitive living look like? And the realization that I had to get was that learning to be intuitive with my body had nothing to do with being in a radical transformation externally. I've lived in the space where I've had a radical transformation transformation externally, but it wasn't healthy and it wasn't done in a healthy manner and it wasn't done for healthy reasons. Therefore, it did not last. In fact, it landed me in the spot that I am now with amenorrhea, thyroid, adrenal fatigue, glucose intolerance, just hormonal mess all together. That's what focusing so much on that external, external transformation did to me. So intuitive living to me is about radically transforming internally, inside. And what I've been finding is that the more time that I'm actually spending focusing on that transformation internally, the more that has flowed out into my external body. Whatever happens to us starts within first and then flows outward. And so if you're looking to kind of figure out like can I be a little bit more intuitive with myself with with my movement with my food you have to kind of first think about what are your goals what why are you coming to that place and I'm going to tell you you should but you have to get there and you have to come to to that 
time and place when you are ready to because I wouldn't have been able to do this a couple years ago even a year ago even probably six months ago and I've walked through in the other episodes kind of my step into that and it's taken a lot of time and I've had to been really open and honestly I had to get to a point where I was just up against a brick wall and I couldn't go anymore I had to change and pivot that but living an intuitive life to me means that I'm trusting my body I'm honoring my body I'm respecting my body and I'm doing that by listening to all of the cues that it is telling me all day long from every aspect of my life. And the way that I have been able to do this and do this as well as I have is I had to be very honest with myself. And this is what I'm going to encourage all of you to do as well. No matter where you are in your journey, if you are living completely intuitively or dabbling in it or not ready at all, anybody can apply this to their everyday life. And it is calling yourself on your own bullshit. It's not fun. It takes some time, a lot of self-reflection to realize even that you need to or to how to do that. And when I say that, it's not coming from an aggressive place. It's not coming at it with judgment or guilt or shame or blame or the all the other things that I cannot stand but it's coming from getting curious and really exploring why you are behaving the way that you're behaving why your actions are the way that they are and what you honestly can do about them if you need to alter them and so with food what that means for a lot of people is they're getting nervous I was very nervous to give up tracking my food It was my crutch, it was my familiar place for so long, and I was very scared of what it looked like if I couldn't do it. I held on to that for so dang long. And what I ultimately had to decide was, and get to, was, okay, so with my nutrition, if I'm not going to track and I need to listen to what my body's telling me, That doesn't mean that I'm going to deep dive into eating a bunch of food that doesn't make me feel good because I don't have to track it or that is quote unquote not healthy because I don't have to track it because ultimately I'm at a space in my life where I get to choose every day what I want to eat no matter what. I don't know what my macros are. I don't know where I'm sitting in that standpoint, but I do know that when I'm choosing to put in my body, I'm choosing because it makes me feel feel good. I'm owning that power. And so if you're stepping into a place of intuitive eating and you find that you're continually going for foods that maybe aren't serving you as well as you want to, get honest with yourself. Why are you gravitating towards those foods? Is it because you've restricted them for so long you kind of need that period of reintroduction and that's totally okay? Or Is it because you are stressed, you're anxious, you're worn down, you're tired, you're fatigued, you have an emotion and you're leaning towards something that soothes you emotionally, even though it doesn't make you feel good physically. And if you're finding that space, then you again have to sit down with yourself and be very, very honest with why you're doing what you're doing and maybe find a different coping method that will serve you better. With movement, it's the same way. Look at how you're feeling with your workouts. 
Are you doing the workouts that you're doing because it's on your strict plan and this is Monday, so that means it's leg day, so I need to go and do that? Well, meanwhile, my hamstring hurts because I have a pull from many years ago. I'm digging for my own stuff, but you can relate it to yours. So is pushing a heavy leg day the best choice? Probably not. Why don't I do an upper body or why don't I take a rest day? Getting into that cycle of mindlessly working out because it's what is the plan doesn't always serve what our body needs. And the more I've read about following our cycles as females too, we aren't meant to do the same workout throughout our entire cycle. There are times in our cycle where we need to be more chilled with our movements, light walking, yoga, stretching, There are times when we have more energy naturally and we can amp it up with HIIT or heavy strength training or whatever that is, but just listening again. And then if, and this is where that kind of excuse can come into, then we can either say, I'm either one pushing myself too much or I'm being intuitive and I just, I don't want to go to the gym today. I don't feel like it. Caveat, this isn't Megan, but for all of you, I'm sharing this wisdom with you. But but then it's saying, okay, sit down with yourself. Why are you not? Is it because your body actually hurts and you need the rest? Or are you kind of slacking? Are you kind of slacking? Or is it, I'm slacking because, and then we're not beating ourselves up, but then it's, I'm slacking because, you know what? I don't enjoy the exercise that I'm doing anymore. I don't like the plan. I don't like the type Maybe I should find something else that makes me motivated for that time frame, makes me want to move my body, and I actually enjoy while I'm doing it. That's where calling yourself out comes from. That's where sitting in that comes from and looking at why am I doing what I'm doing? And if it's not making me feel good, how can I change that? How can I alter that? And that can be with the scale as well. The scale is that very slippery slope where we all have been told for so many years, you have to step on the scale to see your progress. You have to either every day or every week or whatever your pattern is, you need to get on there because otherwise you're not going to know if you're not doing things right or if you're doing things wrong or if you're slipping back. Why don't you get rid of the scale and listen to what your body feels? How do your clothes fit? How do you actually feel? Do you feel strong? Do you feel proud of what you're doing? Do you like the way that you're moving? Do you like the way that you're looking? Then why are we needing that scale to validate that? That's not listening and honoring your body. That's having some thing that's plugged in or that has batteries in my bathroom shoot out a number at me and tell me if I'm worthy or not. That's not respecting or honoring my body. I don't need a number to validate how I'm feeling. I can get in tune with myself. And then again, that honest conversation of maybe this is fitting snugger. How come? What is going on in my life that is allowing this to happen or that I'm allowing this to happen? And if I'm okay with it because I'm still feeling good, then that's fine. Maybe it's time for a new pair of pants. But if I'm not okay because... Not that I'm self-conscious about the way that I look, but because I'm tired or I'm run down or I just don't feel well, then meeting yourself and again, joining in that conversation. So that's what I'm going to encourage you all to do is to really start to 
Listen to the cues that your body is giving you. Call yourself out on your own bullshit. If it is either positive or negative, is it making you feel good? Is it really honoring your body? Or is it living in fear? And is it really respecting your body? Or are you punishing it? Because those low vibrational pieces, they do not help you transform internally or externally. But it is the positive ones the trust, the compassion, the grace, the respect, the honoring, that is what helps you to become the highest version of yourself. That's what I'm shooting for. And I can only imagine that that's what all of you are striving to be every single day. Thank you so much for listening to the Fit and Fierce podcast. If you enjoyed it, please head over to iTunes, subscribe and download so you never miss an episode and drop me a rating and review. It's the best way to support the show and to keep more episodes coming your way. See you next time.